0: Are you ready to learn? Because my super experienced guests are ready to share some really valuable information. Make sure and listen all the way to the end to get help and support. So let's start with the best audio
1: experience. Today, we are going to discuss something that I ignored 12 years ago when I started my online journey. I didn't consider user intent because I created only e-commerce content. Google ranked well. But things change many times, and today Google pays more attention to satisfying customer and user intent. So I'm so excited to discuss this topic with Clarissa, filios how are you?
0: Yes, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for inviting me uh, to this podcast. I'm looking forward uh, to discussing uh, intent today.
1: Yeah, uh, Thanks. I'm looking forward as well, because I, I love this topic. I know how it's hard today to create content, but it's more harder to create content considering user intent because uh, we can't cheat system, we can't game Google algorithms, uh, we can't cheat people. Uh, Today we need to play by rules and uh, share information that people want to consume. Of course we can add call to action, of course we can link to e-commerce pages, but in the beginning it's important to know what your uh, customers want to get. Clarissa, Before we start, just tell more about yourself, experience, background, and any uh, insights about uh, something that can help our audience to know more about you.
0: Yes, uh, thanks. So, yeah, I'm Teresa, and I'm already like, yeah, almost like 10 years in SEO, so it's been quite a while. And actually, I started out more in the content uh, part, working with uh, publishers and doing more copywriting. But actually, after that, I already went, like, yeah, very fastly I went to into SEO because I really loved it and I was actually good at it. So that was actually became kind of my thing and I really wanted to learn a lot. I started to work as a freelancer actually. So it went actually quite fast and I could work for like many big, uh, yeah, big websites uh, as an SEO specialist and yeah, just learn a lot on the job. Um, so I've done that for, I did that for like... Um, yeah, six years working mainly with like yeah, big gardening websites, uh, more informational kind of uh, websites, but also I went into yeah, commercial and all kind of sites actually I work with uh, on the long term. Um, and after that, I started actually working at an agency uh, called Booming, which now became uh, I.O. And this is actually a really big agency where I am now uh, the team lead of the SEO team with uh, 12 people. Um, located in Amsterdam. And yeah, uh, that's kind of it. Uh, we are trying to do a lot of international SEO, actually, working with mainly like the bigger international brands. Um, and lately, we've do- been doing a lot of uh, testing when it comes to uh, search intent and EAT. So that's also something uh, that, yeah, that is kind of my topic uh, for. This year, actually, or lately, I'm really, uh, yeah, trying to do a lot of testing uh, on that part. Awesome,
1: awesome! Love your experience. Uh, and actually, EAT is not EAT; it uh, EEAT. <laughs> no, e so, yeah, um, yeah, Yeah, I'm
0: sorry. <laughs>
1: yeah, one more E today. Yeah, because you know, uh, I feel about EEAT uh, is the same with ASIO, Many things changed and uh, many uh, updates are coming fast. And, you know, I found that many influencers, big companies don't learn about these updates because they pay more attention to satisfy customer intent or user intent. Because, you know, all algorithms uh, have the goal to provide the best content that satisfies this intent. And uh, I spoke with some influencers on LinkedIn. They don't know how algorithm works. I know some YouTubers don't know how YouTube algorithm works because they think about people. And if you can help more than many others, then algorithms will love you. It doesn't matter how many E, 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 many times E will be in the future. It's more important to satisfy user intent. Okay, Lisa, can you tell where to start? Uh, You have this copywriting background. Uh, I love it because for me, now, uh, I often get the question about the most important algorithm, and in my strong opinion, it's writing. Uh, not uh, design, not uh, technical optimization, it's writing, because uh, many prominent websites like Wikipedia, Investopedia, they have no great, nice-looking design, but they have high-quality writing uh, that uh, help and supports more. Can you tell about... Uh, Writing great text from your experience. Because, you know, many webmasters, uh, including my customers, struggle to find great writers. They have no experience to write any insights how to improve the skills.
0: Yeah, sure. Um, Yeah, of course, writing content writing, it really changed over the years. So when I just started, you could still like 10 years ago, right, intent was less important. And you could just, um, yeah, even it was kind of a bit spammy, especially in the Netherlands, because there wasn't so much content. So there wasn't so much competition, you could even write like a lower quality text and rank Well, that's really changed. Um, of course you still wanted to write quality but I know that now there's even more uh, you know more work in that you really have to understand the intent of the user you really have to make sure that you really map the content based on this intent Uh, especially as Google got a lot smarter of course over the past uh, years so yeah I think yeah one of the main things is of course um, yeah the content like you said Um, and from my perspective it's yeah of course it's still about the user because google thinks because of course we are writing for users we want them to convert we want them to be happy on the website we want them you know to uh, find what they are looking for because otherwise they're going to leave and you know they're not going to convert. so of course that's really important uh and that's also um yeah the goal of google of course so even if we are copywriting and we're saying we're writing for the user, I still think it's really important to understand the algorithm, to understand what Google is looking at, to test what is working and to see like, okay, which content does Google want to show for this specific keyword. So, one thing is, of course, writing a good text, but I think like the most important step before writing is really doing the research, understanding your audience, understanding who are these people, what do they want to know, and understanding what kind of content does Google want to show here uh, for this type of query. So it's always first doing the research, see what kind of questions are important related to this question what kind of answer should I provide for the user and from there start writing your text and then of course make sure that you have a good copywriter who does write quality and who does like follow the guidelines that you also find important from yeah yeah, from your branding uh side yeah
1: You know, I I love how you share all this information. So many tips, insights in short reply. And, you know, I need to visit an emergency room, you know, to consume all this information. (laughs) It takes time, you know. (laughs) I'm trying to simplify for uh, all my audience, but you share a lot of tips. And, you know, uh, 12 years ago, I started my online journey. And uh, what I did, I hired a team of copywriters. They wrote about anything. Google ran well. Mm. Today, uh, I have no this team. It's not because I'm Elon Musk uh, to fire people. Uh, you know, just tell them I don't need you anymore. It's it's because Google. You know, Google changes the game. And we need to cooperate with offers that have uh, proven record who write only about one specific topic. For example, for digital marketing, SEO. I don't know how people who... Uh, knows about weight loss supplements can write about SEO. It's a different approach. I can't write about anything uh, that are not related with digital marketing. So, Clarissa, can you tell how to find today a great writer? You know, because, you know, it's a big Uh struggle. It's not like to go to Upwork, Fiverr, any other freelance platform. Uh, I did it before, but today it's hard. You know, uh, I usually check out... Um, profiles on Upwork, I see a lot of reviews. Wow, almost five star, you know, uh, proven record. But when they I, when after ordering this text, I get uh, generic information, nothing special, just rewriting. And uh, yeah. probably today, AI chat GPT can write much better than all this rewriting text that you can order uh, from well-known uh, freelancers on Upwork, Upwork. I don't I do want to tell them I don't want to insult to anyone, but uh, if you want to be a great writer, you need to write about one specific topic. So from your experience, how to do it? How to find great
0: writers? How to find great writers? Yeah, that's a good question, I think. Um, It really depends per market, like what kind of approach you would like to have, because sometimes we have clients with like more generic topics, and then you don't really need like a super expert writer on that topic. And maybe a generic copywriter could write it who already has some SEO experience. So that would be nice. And then that would be enough. But we also sometimes have clients that have really complicated like if you would work for the banking sector or, you know, you need to know a lot about the um, yeah the background or the information and it's more complicated topics. So, for example, SEO, then, of course, you would like to have someone who knows about this content. Um, how to find good copywriters. It's like, yeah, I think you always need to build up a network with like freelancers. Um, that can write the content and make sure that you always use someone who has some experience in the fields that you need to write content about. Do they already have like did similar things that are kind of comparable? Um, and then you also have two routes, of course. One route is like having one copywriter that already had, did a lot of SEO content and you need to train them on the content or on the topic. Or you're going to have someone who doesn't really know SEO and you go, but they know about the topic and you are going to train them like how to write SEO content. So this is mainly what we do or what I do. Mainly the approach is having someone who knows the topic and really guide them, train them on writing, like having an SEO focus and really make sure that they have to write keywords that they know how to include them in the content. And yeah, I have seen that that mainly helps to get the best quality but of course it always takes time so you're not gonna brief a copywriter and get the best text at once it's always like working together for yeah more, more time and then you're gonna get in the flow and it's gonna get the quality that you want so nice, that, nice. Yeah, that's love my it. point of view
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, love it okay you know uh i found on your uh, sharing that you unite writing for human and for search engines so can you tell how to satisfy both? Because, of course, for me it's more important to satisfy a human being, but we can't ignore uh, search engine because these uh, bots can ignore you. You know your content <laughs> if you we ignore search engines. So we need to satisfy both. Any insights? How to consider both in your uh, marketing or content strategy?
0: Um, yeah what I believe is that of course the search engine can also teach you a lot about what the user wants because of course Google has like a lot of data um, yeah when talking about search intent we know that Google has quality evaluators that are actually rating pages which they are using to actually train their algorithm next to that they also have just a lot of data of search volume of actions of what people are clicking on or not so Google kind of knows what kind of content should rank or shouldn't rank of course we cannot trust on it 100 percent but i think it's a good guideline of what kind of content we should show when someone is searching for a specific query so what i would say is like yeah, always check, like, if you have a keyword or a topic and you say, okay, I want to write content for this. I think it's, like, feasible. I can rank for that probably. It's, like, I need to write a top a content page about it. Then always start with the research and check the SERP. Check what kind of results is Google, Google showing here. Check, for example, check the top 10 or the top five or you know at least some of the blue links and see what is going google, sh- google showing there and that is already a great indication of what you should uh, write about um next to that um i would also recommend to just um well look at google out to suggest do the keywords research see what kind of long tail keywords uh, people are asking for related to that query because those are probably also the questions that you should answer in your content piece
1: Mm -hmm. you know uh, i asked my audience that clarissa uh, will uh, speak on our podcast and people uh, phone that you are in amsterdam and they Mm asked me please ask about the best wheat, the best uh, <laughs> stuff, <laughs> you know, uh, let's leave this topic. You know. oh, <laughs> I wouldn't really the...
0: know. It's a more touristy uh, thing, actually.
1: So. <laughs> yeah, it's the topic for another podcast. Let's talk more about user intent. Can you tell how to learn user intent uh, before? For example, if I have content plan, if I check out a uh, keyword, volume difficulty competition many other metrics okay i know i need to get them because i can monetize uh so tell how to learn this user intent and to know exactly that this intent will satisfy search engines and users
0: um yeah of course you never know 100 percent so it's always testing and you know um seeing if it will work so you could always say like okay i have like a group of keywords that are kind of comparable i'm gonna create a few pages i'm gonna put them live and then i'm gonna see if this actually is what google wants and if it is working or ranking and if it does then you can scale it up and you know make more content like that because you know okay this is matching the intent. um yeah how to learn what the intent is of course you can use some tools that are actually um like matching keywords with a certain intent phase. So many tools are currently doing that, saying, okay, this is informational, this is navigational, this is commercial, this is transactional. Like those are most standard phases that are being used. Um, But what I always say is like, yeah uh, do not just um go 100% for what the tooling is say tools are saying and always do the manual checking as well because it's not always 100% correct sometimes it can be a little bit different because many tools just base it on the like the words or you know if it says buy it's buy okay maybe that's true but sometimes it's not always 100% correct so i would always double check like okay what kind of content is you know, is showing here. Um, also, I think like the the standard intent phases are kind of limited. So, you know, you can also like for a specific branch or for a specific market, you might have different intents and different kind of content that you should show there. So if you would search for the weather forecast, you might have a forecast intent because you don't need to write a long text about the weather but you would just have to show the weather the forecast and just show okay this is what it's going to be for the next week so that's kind of it can kind of differ um yeah what kind of intent faces you have per market from my opinion and you know i always like like to add one which i call like more actionable which should show a step by step guide or you can have one that is more uh, like yeah, a recipe or something recipe intent i don't know so I think you can
1: be kind of creative uh, with that. Nice, nice. Okay, uh, you know, let's talk about a team of uh, specialists who can create uh, high-quality content. You know, for example, mm-hmm. um, uh, many years ago, 12 years ago, when I started my uh, SEO journey, uh, I, have, I had copywriters who wrote, edit, edit, and uh, submitted to website content almost everything, even promote, you know, yeah, they bought some backlinks, uh, you know, I had only one strategy, to buy more backlinks that my competitors had, and mm-hmm. uh, that worked well, before Penguin, <laughs> Penguin yeah. changed my mindset, and after that, I got it, no way, I need to learn more about White Hat SEO, okay, but you know, anyway, uh today, for creating high quality content, you need to have an SEO specialist who can, Create content plan. Uh, copywriter who can write, editor who can edit, mm-hmm. designer who can draw. You know, uh, web developers, uh, content managers, probably su- some other people. And uh, I found on your LinkedIn profile that you manage twelve. People, let's talk more Mm -hmm. about that. How to manage? Because for me, you know, managers are jack of all (laughs) trades because they know everything, but they're not specialists in any specific direction. Uh, uh, For example, you know, uh, I I have no idea how my designer can draw uh, this design. I just... uh, give the task that's it you know i don't know how copywriters can write of course i can write but um you know i don't understand about web development but uh, i get results i can analyze it so let's talk about management can you tell your methods how to manage people Uh, because i see when people work uh, as separate teams you know uh, mm-hmm. separate tasks, but you need to unite them in a cohesive goal. Any insights about that? Your methods, how to manage?
0: Ah, uh, good question. Yeah, first I'm mainly managing the SEO team, so that's nice because, like, I know what everyone is doing, and we are all working uh, on SEO. Um, and what I, yeah how can I, I really like what what we do or what I do is like mainly doing coaching and seeing like what kind of things are people interested in and really see if we can really work together with the team to get things going to make things better so I'm not really sure if I'm the person to tell you more about like managing skills but um, what we do in our team is like really having specialists and saying, okay, you are the person, you know, we have someone who is really good at tech, we have some people that are really good at link building, we have some people that are really good at SEO content. So we really like to make specialism of it, because if it's more generic, well, you know, for every topic, you can talk for hours, you can, you know, there's so much knowledge that you can gain even just about link building, or, you know, all the topics that are important for SEO. So in the team, we really have specialists and they are staying up to date and, you know, and we work together like on an SEO project. So we have specialists on tech. If tech is important, we have a specialist on content. If content is important, we have someone on link building. If that is important and they work together to get um, SEO results. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, you
1: know. You touched this topic about link building. Oh, I have so many questions about link building because, you know, (laughs) uh, I usually start my day uh, by cleaning my uh, Gmail account, you know, from... the endless propositions about guest posting about other uh, link building services so it, it takes like five ten minutes a day just to, mm-hmm. to remove them and you know my spam inbox loves all these messages i collect them in one place so uh, it's better to be there and can you tell about uh using the right link building approaches because you know white hat SEO is is uh, I mean, like off-page SEO uh, is uh, complex. We have many different directions, many different uh, link building techniques, PR, uh, help of reporters out, uh, even guest posting. Yeah, if you use in the right way by sharing value, mm-hmm. help others why not? You can use uh, this method mm-hmm. as well. And uh, can you tell how to find the right approach? How do I know that this link building techniques will work for my project?
0: um yeah we yeah for for us we already do like link building a lot so we know which tactics uh, are working and you know we just do it in that way so but anyways it's like it's also testing like everything in seo it's uh, still testing out stuff um what i would say like For me, um, yeah, there are many methods and it can depend on what will work better because you always want to see like, okay, which method is now the best for this client. If you just did a migration and you lost a lot of links, then the best, best method is probably getting all these links back and, you know, make sure they are again linking to your domain. So then that's the best approach um next to that i really believe in quality link building or for example more like outreach uh, that's what we mainly do you know and making sure that you really get quality and relevant uh posts written by the bloggers themselves
1: mm-hmm. you know um google many times uh told seo specialists do not use link building Because it's wasting time, create much better content. And it's interesting. uh, It works for some projects that have benchmark, high authority. uh, And I know some webmasters who have a million traffic, you know, and they don't know anything about building. I check out their content. Uh, They create link-worthy content, so they deserve this natural backlinks. Uh, They have this high authority, strong benchmark, but many projects need it, including uh, big projects. Uh, So uh, can you tell how, for example, how to uh, divide budget between content creation and link building from your experience?
0: um yeah so that's also a good question of course it's always related to your competition and your market. if you are in a niche with not so much competition you might not need so much link building if you're just starting out you probably need some campaigns to you know get your brand get people to know your brand and get people to know that your website exists so then you probably need a little bit more um so it always has to be um Yeah, how you call it. It has to work together. Um, You know, if you just have a brand new domain and there is no single link, you always would need to do a PR campaign or something just to get, you know, Google to find your website, to get some, yeah, authority to it. So then that's very important. And I think, yeah, when you already have a website with like really high authority, you can just go with the content and you might not even need any links. So it's always really... Um but i believe it it's really related to the yeah to the competitive competitiveness of the market and where you stand uh compared to the competition
1: mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah yeah i agree each case is different and uh um Personally, I don't like link building, but I love cooperating with great link builders yeah. <laughs> who know how to do it. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't like many things in SEO, but uh, for example, technical optimization. For me, it's boring, but I know some people yeah. who are great with that. You know, they love scrolling to analyze, yeah. to uh, tell what to fix. Uh, of course, I check out. Uh, Google search console, I analyze page speed insights, screaming frog, but uh, I don't like to do it, you know, and yeah, uh, for me, it's more important to cooperate with great specialists. Okay. Uh, I have the question about the future of SEO. What kind of future will be in your uh, prediction? Uh, Because, you know, many things are coming, metaverse, augmented reality. Uh, We have uh, chat GPT today and someone uh, shares, many great experts think that ChatGPT can replace Google. It's interesting Bing is going to uh, adapt ChatGPT in March uh, in two months. Uh, Baidu told about the same, you know, to adapt uh, the same product like ChatGPT on their search engines. I think Google will not ignore this game and uh, we, we know some rumors that Google is discussing about this topic, how to adapt uh, the same features uh, on Google. So what do you think about the future? Is it good idea today to start in SEO fields when ChatGPT or similar tools can replace uh, the methods how we search for information? Uh, because you know, I have many students in my network who are looking for ways uh, uh, what to do, what to start. So your insights, your predictions about the future, your crystal ball, how things will be.
0: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, of course, you can never know, but um, in chat GPT, yeah, it's like a big thing, of course, and yeah, it's true what you say, like Google is also investigating it, so I probably expect that Google is going to, trying to have some kind of reaction on it, and maybe even built their own chatbot or something like that but i'm not sure if they can do it or how fast they can do it so probably uh, you know it it, w- it will be a thing and if it's chat gpt or maybe it's a chatbot in google or they're going to compete on that could be not really sure uh, but what i think is that still seo and also the old school search engine the normal google will stay it's not going away uh, for the coming years or 10 years, probably not. Um, I believe, I I expect it will still uh, stay and that it will just be two ways of searching that can exist next to each other, especially because in the chat GPT um, functionality, you have the issue that you do not have any sources and you cannot relate to any sources. So if you would find information or chat GPT would give you an answer, of course, yeah, you just have to assume that it's true or that it's the correct answer and you cannot compare it with anything else. So I think that's the big difference of what what Google is doing. Of course, you can compare, you can see which brand created this content, who is the author, who is the person who wrote this, um, is it legit, do I trust this? Um, And that's something that a chat GPT cannot do and it's probably not, going to happen that they can give any sources because of course they generate all the data it's all machine learning, it's all AI so it's hard for a tool like that to even relate where it got the information from, it's probably not going to give any uh, resources or know oh i got this from this journal or something like that so i think that's still going to be important for people just to know like okay where did this information came from can i compare it and a tool like a chat gpt can be more functional just well to help you with writing content or get information fast or you know just i need to know how to do how um how to run the dishwasher or how to how long I should cook my rice. Maybe for stuff like that, you don't really need to compare different websites. So then it's probably very useful. Um, but for other stuff, you probably want to, uh, yeah, still need something like a Google or a search engine as well.
1: Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. It takes time. Uh, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It takes time. Uh, things are not going away uh, fast because people need to change habits. And uh, uh, I think, you know, today we see uh, search traffic is growing. It's not dropped in one day because of Mm -hmm. ChatGPT or any other tool. It takes time to replace people's habits. Uh, Personally, uh, for me, it's hard to change habits. For example, if I have my living tools and I know other great tools, but uh, I'm satisfied with existing tool. It's, it's really hard, you know, to uh, learn about a new tool that possible is better, uh, possible have unique features. So I need a strong reason, you no know, solid reason to uh, yeah. change tools. And it's the same with search. You know, m- uh, many people uh, still listen to radio and audio podcasts can't kill radio fast. Uh, yeah, it takes time. It will be, but it yeah. <laughs> takes time. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. <Clarissa. laughs> I have the question about uh, your agency, I-O, digital. So let's talk more about that. You know, iPhone, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, iPhone, uh, not me, uh, of course. I I, I stole this uh, quote. Uh, uh, In marketing, if you sell to anyone, you sell to no one. So let's talk about uh, I-O. Tell your unique selling proposition why your agency is better Compare to thousand, if not million, other agencies online?
0: <laughs> that's a good question, actually. Um, so, yeah, of course, we are, like, really big, but that doesn't really say anything. Um, but what we are doing now is that we can offer, like, many services. So that's something that is really great from our agency. I think we really have experts in content, we have experts in development, we have experts in SEO, SEA, CRO. So that's really great. And I can all yeah, I always really big. So we have campuses in like Eindhoven, Belgium, Sweden, you know, many countries in Europe uh, and still expanding uh, also. Um, but I am working from Amsterdam and Amsterdam, we are mainly the, the marketing uh, part. So we do a lot of marketing here. And I think like our uh, strength is that we really um, think from the client's problem. So we really check like, okay, what is the problem of the client? where do they want to go what is the long-term goal that they have and from there we try to help them with a marketing strategy and we can be like fluid so we can say okay now you need more cro you need more conversion because you already got loads of seo traffic for example if we did it really well so we can do all the steps and we can really look at the client like what they really need um I think that's, uh, yeah, I'm not really sure if it's super unique, but uh, next to that, you also have like, uh, yeah, we really have a team of experts and that's mainly when I'm talking from the SEO department, of course. So if you say from SEO perspective, we can, yeah, we really like to have real experts on every topic. So I think that's, um, yeah, something that is working really well and what we have got uh, a lot of results from uh, in the past. mm mm-hmm.
1: Nice, nice. Awesome, awesome. I recommend 100% to cooperate with I.O. after my agency. So if you are not satisfied with my agency, <laughs> cooperate with I.O. I'm kidding. Uh, okay, uh, Clarissa, I have the question about, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, let's talk about uh, content creation. Uh, can you mm-hmm. tell how to create high-quality content you know uh, the reason why i'm asking about that because quality is subjective we don't know it's yeah. quality or, or not and uh, but it takes time to uh, to get results ranking positions and traffic from uh, after creating content so uh, i see when uh, websites webmasters struggle now uh, to uh, take results uh, for a while Uh, It takes like six months, 12 uh, months. Uh, According to HRFs, only 7% of uh, newly created content get traffic in the first year. So uh, uh, most content are ignored by Google. So can you tell how to measure this quality? How do you know that my content is quality, especially for new projects? They cooperate with new copywriters. uh, And uh, yeah, uh, it looks great. Uh, you can read yeah it's awesome interesting but google can change another mindset you know we don't know how it works any mm-hmm. insights about measuring quality uh, content
0: um, yeah of course it still de- it depends again a little bit because it depends on how you define quality and i think how you define quality is should be based on the goals that you have so if you are for example uh, you know does the content actually help you with your goals and does it um yeah can you reach them so one of them is of course you want to probably get you know if you have an SEO goal you want the content to rank in Google so you need to follow the Google guidelines and you want you know to have it better than your competitors and make sure that Google can index it read it and you know finds the correct uh, language in there but next to that of course you all you know what I always say is like yeah okay but you also want to have conversion from this uh content piece or some other goal that you have so i would say that is actually the most important thing does this content piece actually help you towards your goals does it generate leads does it send people to the page where they can become a lead or does it convince them of something that you know um, that they should do a download or that they should buy something or anything like that and if we can measure that then we can know like okay this content is really contributing to the goals uh, that we have. And I think that is what we should base quality on.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, I have the question about you, you know, (laughs) I'm interested about your uh, positive mindset because, you know, I open your LinkedIn profile. I like your smile. Uh, I see you have this energy, you know, I feel this energy. I'm pretty sure that audience can feel as well. So Any insights or resources that uh, fill your tank, you know, with this energy uh, to uh, get results in SEO field? Because I found uh, when people do SEO without passion, without Mm -hmm. uh, energy, just uh, copying others, uh, replicating others. For me, generic methods don't work today because uh, the era of lazy marketers is that. And you mentioned that in your agency, you learn about customer pain points, you understand them before uh, providing any services. So can you tell your uh, main resource of energy and how our audience can take the, or use this resource yeah. as well?
0: <laughs> I think the energy, you're going to get the energy from getting the results. I mean, that, that's it for me, right? So if you can come up with some very smart strategies you think okay i'm gonna try this out i'm gonna test this out for this client and you're gonna get the results that that's gonna make you uh happy and energized and you know that i think that's the key especially in seo that's why a lot of people like doing seo i believe because you know you can get creative it's not so easy you need to test out things there is not one way of how seo works there is no blueprint okay just do all these technical stuff write the content and do this and this and this and then it will work it's always different so for any market for any type of client it can be uh, different so yeah i i think uh, getting creative testing out stuff trying to find out things yourself and also, of course, working together with a lot of other SEO specialists, I would say that's also one of the best thing in the SEO world is the community, knowing other specialists, having meetups with them, chatting with them, sharing ideas. That's also one of the great things in SEO. And then use all of this to do some tests, try testing things out and see if you can get results and if you're going to get the results. yeah, I think that's the, that's the best thing about, uh, about the job. Does that answer you know, the
1: question? You know, you upset uh, <laughs> some people in my audience who are looking for golden button. You know, they don't know where to take this golden button to click it and get traffic, sales, results. Yeah, guys, it's not simple. Sorry, I, <laughs> sorry. Yeah, I don't know personally <laughs> where to find this golden button. I need it as well. You know, but yeah, sorry, I have no golden button. Okay, Clarissa, I have the final question. Let's imagine you started from scratch without any experience knowledge skills completely from mm-hmm. scratch you didn't write any word in your copywriting background just you need to learn how to do it you need to learn about seo you need to learn about user intent so tell what will you do today to learn more about seo to learn more um yeah of course just
0: doing it. I think that's one of the most important things. So make sure that you have a client or a website or you work somewhere where you can experiment and do stuff and see if I'm going to put this content out there. Is it going to rank? Am I going to be on page one or not? What's going to happen? So just get your hands in the mud or I'm not sure if that's English but just try uh, you know. (laughs) Yeah, go or get your hands dirty. Probably That's that's the correct English um, word. But just yeah, start trying to do stuff. And the other thing is what I would recommend if you're just starting out, just, yeah, listen to other podcasts, you know, read a lot. Um, watch yeah just listen to other experts i mean you can get so much content and information from listening to podcasts and stuff like that i think that's a really good uh, good thing to do and next to that you also have like visiting events and maybe you know you you should just do some networking get some people you know get to know some people that can help you and advise advise you get into a community that's also a good idea because what I did before is like if you are working by yourself so you're a freelancer or you do not have other SEO colleagues which you would have in an agency but if you work somewhere in-house you might not have that then it's good to have you know a community or a Facebook group or you know you'll have them everywhere and that you just can ask some questions because you're always going to run into issues that you probably don't know how to solve so make sure you have some community where you can ask questions get some feedback and um, yeah I think that can help a lot
1: nice nice I love it Clarissa it's a big pleasure to get on my show to learn from you you share a lot of valuable insights guys if you need more from Clarissa not where to buy wheat in uh, Amsterdam but if you need SEO it's the right place because you can see a lot of valuable insights okay Clarissa the best way, how to learn more about you, how to reach out to you, how to follow you?
0: Um, yeah, I would say LinkedIn. That's, uh, that's my, main, uh, yeah, my main social social uh, channel. So just follow me on LinkedIn or reach out to me on LinkedIn. If you want to chat or get some information, I would uh, recommend that one. I'm also on Twitter, but uh, don't do so much on it. Uh, mainly LinkedIn. That's the most important one.
1: Ah, got it okay guys you can find the link uh, to LinkedIn profile in the description below you can Mm -hmm. find find a website uh, to I.O. agency in the description Uh, thanks again Clarissa it's a big pleasure I love it welcome back anytime to share more valuable insights Uh, invite any smart colleagues like you you know to our podcast it will be great to discuss with them as well and guys thanks a lot for listening and watching us